Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Well, it is the last episode of The Working Year. We're running shows all through uh, till the new year, but I thought I'll jump on and turn the whole episode into a community segment of the week. We asked everyone, what was the best thing that happened to you this year in terms of your money or achieving goals? And we want to celebrate with you. We want to read as much as possible. I want you to steal ideas from other people. I want you to be encouraged by other people. This is a podcast where we don't transmit audio. We don't transmit messages. We don't transmit uh, a speech we have a conversation with you, our audience. So thank you for all your support this year and listening, but we can't do our Tuesday show without Sphere Home Loans. Mortgage brokers live and breathe mortgages every day. So who better to work with to get the best mortgage for you? That's right. You can search Sphere Home Loans or click the link in the show notes and they'll be able to help you wherever you are. If you're in Perth, done. If you're in Adelaide, done. If you're in Darwin, done. If you're in Brisbane, done. If you're in Sydney, done. If you're in Canberra, done. If you're in Melbourne, done. If you're in Hobart, done. Jess, have I missed anything? I don't know. I wasn't Lord really Howe listening. Island. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Howe Island. Hey, wherever you are in Australia, Sphere Home Loans, they can help you refinance to get your first home, your first investment property. They're awesome. As you've heard, we've got Jess Knaus, one of our team members, having a chat with me today, reading all your best things. My name's Glenn James. Let's get into it. Radio. So I want to Jess on. Jess Knaus is an employee of our podcast, and you. she helps every single where. That's <laughs> every not even, corner of the office. That's not even good England, but <laughs> I know um, what you meant. Jess is also a Novocastrian in Newcastle. So I'm like, come around, let's just let's do just a podcast. Hang. Let's, let's do just it. hang. So we asked everyone, what's the best thing that happened to you this year in terms of money or achieving your goals? Deanna said, I quit my job and started working solely for myself. It was interesting to see how much the job was an energy blocker. Once I quit the job, the door of opportunity came flying at me and I would never turn back. So everyone, if you're working in an energy blocker, this is a sign. It can't happen next year. You've got to change something if you're not happy with where you are. All right, Jess. I've got a really good one here. Mm -hmm. Mbabazi said, emergency funds sorted. Love that. I got rid of consumer debts. Only one left. Traveling back home for a month after 13 years in New Zealand. Mm, That's a little travel fun. And shaved two years off my mortgage. Wow. What a banger. That's awesome. That's a great year. Danny, refinanced my mortgage, paid off all consumer debt. It feels good. Congratulations. That is a good feeling. Liv said, I redid my spending plan and created an emergency fund for myself. I then have a lower amount in my long-term savings account, but I have now built that back up and I'm on track to hit my goals with that account. That's Mm. great. I love that idea of redoing it, like coming back and taking stock, especially this year when costs have gone a bit wild. It's good just to check back in, see how you're tracking, are you doing what you want to be doing, you're hitting the mark. That's great. Love it, Liv. Totally. 
Alice started a side hustle two years ago and took home a decent wage from the profit of the business this calendar year. Congratulations. And if you are an aspiring business owner, a general rule of thumb, just to set expectations in your head, the first 12 months, you might not make any money. The second 12 months, you may just cover expenses. And then in the third year, hopefully you should make money, cover expenses, and then turn a profit. Uh, But like Alice, you might get into it sooner than that. But I think it's good to set expectations uh, and plan accordingly. Yeah, it's great. I've got a good one for you, Glenn. You'll like Mm -hmm. this one. Joe said, I won a year's worth of free coffee from Macca's. Cha-ching. $4,000 worth. Jeez. That's a lot. That's a lot of coffee. You should cash in on this, Glenn, because you love yourself a a caramel latte from Macca's. Um, Jess, I love a soy caramel latte. Get it right. Oh my gosh. Get it right. So sorry. It's my once a week guilty pleasure. At least once a week. It is good when you're on the road. Yeah, well, like a Saturday afternoon, I'm driving somewhere. I'm like, I need a Soy, milky, caramel goodness. (laughs) Taryn, started a new career at age 36. Very proud of myself for stepping out of my comfort zone and allowing myself more growth and development opportunities now working for our local government shire slash council. So there you go. If you're 36, if you're 40, if you're 25, if you're 50, if you think it's too late to change careers... It's not too late as long as you've got a heartbeat and as long as you're not happy with where you are. Start next year strong with a plan to change stuff you're not happy with. It's a process. It can happen. Trust me, I did it. Taryn did it. You can do it too. And it probably feels like a huge risk when you're in your mid-30s. Like I'm in my mid-30s and the thought of it changing, completely changing careers is a freaky thought. But like you and Shell talk about in the careers book, there's a level of healthy risk involved in that and you've got to be ready to just take the jump, give it a crack. And if it doesn't work, you've always got to fall back mm. too. Like you can always go back to doing what you were doing. And I think one of the advantages of listening to podcasts like this and the career podcast is really, really, really understanding that there are good risks to take, whether that's a good risk with investing in shares, in property, in super, in yourself or in your career. And a lot of people who aren't listening to this podcast and are part of our world, they won't ever be on a risk spectrum and they'll never get that. Mm. So this is why you're so ahead of the curve by taking a risk like Tara did at age 36. And in two years time, she'll look back and go, that's awesome. I should have done that sooner. Yeah, I love it. It's great. Rihanna's got a really good one. She said, realizing how far I've come with achieving my money goals and being okay with the pause I'm taking in moving and traveling overseas. That's good. That's a reminder to enjoy now. Mm. Yeah, save up for the future. But you are here and you are doing stuff in the present. So if that's traveling, great, go and do it. Yeah, and I always like to say when someone says, oh, you should do this or you could do that, I always say to myself, at what cost? And it's very important to ask yourself that if there's pressure to upskill in your career and there's pressure to do more hours, there's pressure to invest more and pressure to do all this extra stuff that someone else wants you to do, well, at what cost? Anna, just bought my first property. Congratulations, Anna. I hope you have uh, settled well and that it's a great holiday season in the new property. Love it. Joe said, had a beautiful second baby. Congratulations. With no financial stress in sight. That's a huge achievement with mm. a family. This year has been brutal for families. Like if you're not 
going backwards, you've done well in 2023. Mm. Financial stuff with families and kids and groceries has been insane. What do you reckon the biggest financial pain point has been in your family household? I think for us, it's maintaining expensive daycare fees, but Mm. then tacking on more expensive things like bigger grocery spends. That sort of thing really throws you off guard. You're already stretched Mm. and then inflation's just Throwing it, throwing a number at a lot of families this year. Yeah. Jess said, eight years after finishing an honours degree, enrolling in a master's program, which will greatly increase my income once qualified. I mean, that is so wild. Eight years after finishing an honours degree. So eight years not in the study habit and behaviour, that's a big achievement to go back um, to increase your income and qualifications. So good on you, Jess. Oh, this is a cracker. When I said, on top of our investment portfolio, we own four businesses. That'll keep you busy. One of which has hit $1 million in revenue Jeez. in less than 12 months. Gosh. Oh, and another is at 500K. That's insane. Wow, save some money for the rest of us. <laughs> they also had a baby. Congratulations. Uh, they said, so life is about balance, I guess. Mm. Uh, that's, that's quite a year. This profile, Jared and Cindy... Joint coupled Facebook account, cute much. Not for me, but cute much. Studied for six months full time while working nights with three children, all in sports too. I was a zombie. Has been 14 months being self-employed, which tripled my income. Love my job now. I used to be that person who would read others' stories and always say, I wish that was me for years. Then I did it and wish I did it sooner. This is exactly what I was just talking about. You can do that. This is why we're doing the podcast. Be encouraged by other people. When I started my business, I was really scared. I had my journal. I wrote down a list of every person that I knew, and I think there was like over 12 at the time, who had their own business, and I wrote down all their names. They're just people too. If they can do it, why can't I? 100%. And we have a lot of people in our community that are doing it. So look to those peeps, shout out to them in the Facebook group mm. and get some experience from their, from their end of things as well. Jasmine said she uh, went back to uni to switch up careers. Ooh. Again, mm. taking those risky steps. Good on you, Jasmine. That's great. Dylan, honestly, the fact that I found your podcast and bought your book, I'm slowly implementing the spending plan and should be in full swing by the new year with a $20,000 pay rise. Thanks for your help. Thanks, Dylan, for being part of it and, uh, and grabbing the book, sort your money out and get invested. Ah, Jessica shared a good one and it's been a pretty topical thing this year, actually. She cleared the last of her six-figure help debt. And we did a help debt download this year because indexation changed. Everybody was starting to think about it a bit more. And that's great. I mean, six figure to start with is a bit of a freaky number. And if you do want to learn more about the Hex and Help Debt stuff, if you just go to the My Millennial Money Instagram, send a DM that just says the word help, the autoresponder will send you a link to the podcast episode that I did and the downloadable document. Zane, a year ago, I had been let go from a failing business couldn't find a rental in Brisbane for three months and lived in a mate's spare room and had no money in the bank. Wow. Now I've got a great job. On top of my sole trader business flourishing, a solid rental and $1,500 in the bank. See, that's amazing. And the cool thing is, Zane is going through this process where he knows what it's like to have nothing. And a lot of us have been there. 
you might be there now. Like Jess said, if you are struggling financially at the moment, if you're not saving any money, but at least not going into debt, it's okay to get through this year, through this season without going backwards. Agreed. A hundred percent. So good on you, Zane. Thanks for uh, commenting. Andrew had a bit of a rough year, but it, it seems to have turned around a little bit. Sorry to hear this, Andrew. After a rough few months, his marriage broke down, mm-hmm. managed to sell the home after five weeks on the market and walk away with his three-year-old son and 114k in the bank from the sale. And he said, time to start fresh and look to the future. Good on you, Andrew. That's a rough year. That's a rough year. 2023, that's one to remember yeah, and we'll move forward. Yeah, we'll put that in the books, yeah. <laughs> Daniela, finished converting my van to a camper ready for my belated gap year. Congratulations. You sound like you're going to have some fun. Woo-hoo. Alicia started investing, smiley face. Awesome. First time, love that. you got to start somewhere. Yeah, you got to start, just, just get going, get into the groove. Everything that you do starts with the first step. And that sounds really dumb, but, (laughs) you know, I was looking the other day, our Instagram isn't that big, relatively speaking. I think there's what, 67,000 followers. Thereabouts. Yeah. I started that account with guess how many followers? None. Probably (laughs) then one, me following it. Uh, All the biggest accounts in the world started with nothing. I've accrued a lot of personal wealth. I've worked hard. I've put the time in, put the effort in. Sure, I've been lucky and and all that, but guess what I started with? I was reading a journal last night from 2010 where my journal note said, I mean, $8,000 worth of debt and got $1,500 in the bank account. Like you've got to start somewhere and it's a really humbling thing when you have come from nothing because you really, really appreciate what you've got. So um, shout out. Jack is new to the podcast. Welcome, Jack. Welcome, Jack. He found my Millennial Daily first and then upgraded to the main show. Woo-woo. And he said, not only did it help with chips on money spending and saving, but I think more importantly, it sort of helped me mature and become more responsible with my money. I love that. Welcome, Jack. We love having you here. Mm -mm -mm. Belinda, kept up with price savings targets despite cost of living increases I saved the same amount this year as last. That's a really good achievement because obviously what's happened, you know, if you hadn't got a big pay increase, you would have had to went, okay, I'm keeping my savings target and I'm going to make things work and I'm going to cut expenses out and keep focused and uh, you've done a cracking job. Well done, Belinda. Jolie said, I was able to readjust the budget when the mortgage went up an extra 300 bucks a week, ouch, to $800. So we could still live. It's tight, but it's doable. That's probably a pretty common story for a lot of people this year with the way interest rates have been going. It's a bit freaky. Keep forging ahead, guys. It won't last forever. It should chill out, hopefully. Katrina, bit the bullet and did my dream trip for seven months, but refused to touch my very healthy emergency fund, which is good because I don't think a trip is an emergency, but good on you. I know I'd be tempted and was ready to pull the plug if I got too close to it. I came home to it quite close. Finding a job has taken longer than I thought and a few surprise repairs on the investment property have come up, but I'm not stressed. My younger free spirit impulsive self would have burned my account to the ground before being forced into coming home and not even thought about this. This group has grounded me. P.S. Still haven't touched the fund. And this is such a great example why I'll always do this user-generated content because 
As much as I host this podcast, I'm more of a facilitator of conversation and I'm a dumb buffoon that's in my body and do dumb things with money. I need this podcast as much as you need this podcast so we can keep each other accountable. Juliet said, bought our first home. Congratulations, Julia. That's a huge achievement. Congratulations. Ah, Paul said, I started investing at the age of 37. Never too late. Hey, forever grateful for working with a guy who's all over it and showed him the light. Love that. It sounds really dumb, but it's only too late to do stuff when you're dead. Basically. It really is. James, bought an electric cargo bike, saving a ton of fuel each week now. That's awesome. Pia, paid off my car loan 2.5 years early. That's what it's all about. Currently getting solar panels. I have been waiting to get solar for a couple of years. So things are happening. We put attention to things that we want action on. And guess what? You focus that intensity, you focus that attention and you get results. It's pretty simple. Uh, It's like gravity. It really is. Tim said, completed 12 months with our first rental property and the share portfolio generated more income than the debt. The tax return was glorious. The wife also had all of this year off and got reskilled into a new industry and will return to a new line of work and he became a dad. Congratulations. Babies all around. There's so many babies. Might make one myself. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I always thought maybe I could be a donor to someone who... Hey, you could. I, it's, it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that thing is like, here, have some seed, make a child. <laughs> but then it's like, do I want to see that child? I don't know. you got to figure that out. you got to figure do out if you want to be involved. Do they want a, a thruffle? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, do it. I, look. Rebecca said, partner and I bought, renovated, it was necessary, and moved into our first place after saving for two years. Rebecca, guess what? You are normal. You are awesome. And everyone who's saying, I can't afford a house, hey, have you actually started saving? Because it can take a few years to save money. But also, I know it is quite tough out there in house land. Shelley said, paid for our wedding without going into debt. Cash is king. That's great. Congrats on your wedding. That's so good. But that's hard too because I think I read somewhere, Mm. it might have been the Money Smart website, that the average Australian wedding costs 36 grand. That's a lot of cash. Mm. I think think I'd want a marriage, not a party. If I could go back again, I reckon I would do a much simpler and smaller Mm. wedding and use the money for something else. Or I turn it into an event and get sponsors. (laughs) That's what you do with everything. Hey, Global X, do you want to sponsor my wedding? We'll put, yeah, we'll turn it. That'd be great. Yeah. We'll put your logo on the napkins. Totally. Thanks, Global X. (laughs) Get Global X and Sphere Home Loans to sponsor my wedding. It's just a logo wedding. Yeah, I don't care. (laughs) Uh, Jenny, this year we finally moved into our first home. At the same time we moved out, our landlord changed her rental agreement Holy dooly, and increase the rent from four eighty to six fifty. Ouch! Spank me sideways. That is ridiculous. Wow, that's painful. Mm. Claire said, "Was able to take my family of four on our dream holiday to Europe for a month. Spent seventy five grand, but zero regrets. Was amazing. That would be an amazing experience. Yes, bet you the kids loved it. 
Absolutely. Have you ever thought you and Carl of like doing something overseas for a period with the kidlets? I don't know if we live overseas, but we definitely want to travel overseas because we have family in Europe. Would you like do like a month away or something like that? Yeah, we could do that. Totes. Like That'd I, be mad fun. I wouldn't heaps care. The time zone difference might be a bit that, annoying. Yeah, or maybe I would heaps <laughs> I'll be care. emailing I'll, you I'll, at midnight. I'll, I'll take that back. <laughs> uh, but I think in terms of I would be okay with one of our team members if they were like we're living overseas for four months, we're staying in the one place, like getting a long-term rental. Yeah, just like a working holiday. But if it's like... But if it is, oh, we're going to move around every week and it's like, no, just have a holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think you could do it where you holiday for some of it and work for some of it. Yeah. Yeah. Anonymous, we put down a deposit on a block of land, having enough savings slash emergency funds in place so that when I went on maternity leave in August, we didn't have any financial stress. Daniel said... Ooh, scrapped all consumer debt, started a new job that pays better and is less stressful. That is, that's a win. And got a solar system. Congrats, Daniel. I am a big fan of solar, having solar myself. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's a good year. Georgina, I didn't receive penalty rates at a government job for four years of casual work. Fast forward to last Thursday and I got informed that they're back paying all casuals and I'm getting (laughs) $16,000 plus $4,000 $4,000 interest and 3000 in my super. So I'm not actively saving, but the same result. Yeah, bang, that's bang. so good. That's a banger. Sarah said, a year of hard work, good and realistic budgeting and consistent savings and self-control has meant that I have been able to cover all my big bills when they have been due without stress or sacrifice. So that's just that paying attention. You get results when you pay attention. 100%. Pretty simple. Rich. Natalie said, buying my first home all by myself as a single gal. That is a party. Misty Lee, I wasn't the one to take much of my annual leave unless I had something planned. I also saved up my long service leave. I unexpectedly fell pregnant. Yeah, girl. (laughs) With all my combined leave, including maternity leave, I'll be able to have some time off with my baby and not have to worry about money. That's great. Mm. Yeah. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll finish up and call it an episode. We'll be right back after this. If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com. Click get help and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. 
beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco, or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Okay, we are back. This whole episode is a community segment of the week, so we're not going to do that, but just some housekeeping. In the new year, in February, uh, you'll start to see... Uh, a whole heap of new things roll out. We are completely changing the name of the podcast, all the podcasts that start with My Millennial. We are ditching the word millennial. It is no more. Uh, the reason behind that is when I started the podcast in 2018, millennial was kind of a cool thing and everyone was kind of talking about it. Now, the word's dead. Um, it's not inclusive to our broader audience and we've never actually had a brand they kind of evolved out of a logo I did on my iPhone and then I went to the design and they fixed it up. But we've stripped back everything. We've probably met Jess every week with the designers and the copywriters for the last six weeks maybe. Yeah. Um, so we are completely redesigning the brand and uh, in February you will see the cover art of this podcast change. There will be a new name uh, and it should be really cool. It's fresh, it's fun, it's awesome. And we showed a heap of listeners at our Newcastle event. They all loved it. I needed a bit of a live focus group. Uh, the focus group, we still actually haven't got to that. Yeah, we So will. everyone who applied, there's been like over 200 applications. I just haven't had the time to go through and actually look at it, but it is something we want to do next year. Uh, I didn't get a chance just in the nature of um, rebranding and that I just didn't get around to it, but I did um, show a heap of our listeners in Newcastle. I told them the name, showed them a heap of the vibe. They all loved it, and I'm sure you will too. So that will be happening in January, the 20th February. February. <laughs> that will be happening in February. <laughs> uh, in the end of February, uh, we are officially launching the book "Sort Your Property Out and Build Your Future," <laughs> authored by John Pigeon. Uh, it really is an amazing book for first-time home buyers to live in and investors first-time and there are some more advanced investment strategies. Uh, so if you can really, we would appreciate it if it is something you're interested in. There's a link in the show notes. If you can buy a copy, it will add so much value to your life and it will help us with the pre-orders. Uh, so there's a link in the show notes. Finally, while you're in the show notes, uh, our email list, we are building that just as another way to uh, diversify our reach in our community. Uh, when you own a business, particularly online, well, like we don't actually have control over the Facebook group, but there's, you know, one thing we can control is this RSS feed, which is the podcast, and we can control our email. We can't control Instagram or Facebook group. So if you do want to keep more in touch with us, uh, we send a fortnightly newsletter that Jess heads up. Great work. Yes, thanks. Crushing it. <laughs> Jess gets like 55 to 60% open rates on those emails. Yeah, we're doing really we get well. a very high click rate. Yeah. Uh, and if you are a brand or company that wants to sponsor that, uh, we are going to slot in a, an ad banner, try to each uh, fortnightly blast because we don't work for free and we don't expect you to either. Uh, so lots happening. Um, so yeah, that's a bit of a community housekeeping update. There is one more thing. Yeah. The book club. The book club, yes. Tell us about that. Yeah. So in uh, 2024, we're going to pick one book a month and 
The idea is we all just grab a copy, whether you borrow it from the library or you buy it or order it online, read it, and then in the Facebook group, we'll chuck up a post where we can all share our thoughts on it, maybe our top takeaways. Or if you didn't like it, I love that too, because if you don't like a book, I always want to know why. Mm. I always love digging into why you thought it was rubbish. So are you going to do like a post at the end, of, like the last week of the yeah, month, be the last week of the month. Club, uh, book club chat. We read this we book. We read What'd you Psychology Journey. What, what are your takeaways? Yep. So is that something you'll manage? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> We're just talking logistics. <laughs> Why not? And this is it. Like we just want to make everything we do in the Facebook group, the newsletter, this podcast, as real and as human as possible. I'm just a dude recording this in my lounge room. <laughs> Jess is in my lounge room. And, you know, we're not better than anyone. We're just people like you out there having a go. That's it. So if you want to join the book club, jump in, grab a copy, read it. And uh, yeah. And another life update, I'm moving to Honeysuckle, everyone, from Merriweather Heights. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm just downsizing. Here's a, a tip for everyone. Do a big clean out. Like, I'm, download, I'm downsizing so much stuff. Mm-hmm. The stuff that I'm giving away, Facebook marketplace, why does one person need all this <laughs> stuff? Why does a family of four people need all that stuff? You know you've got crap. Use this time over summer, marketplace it all, get rid of it. I'm about to do an episode about... Uh, for the off-season, quote-unquote, the anatomy of a Facebook scam. I'm going to talk you through a way that uh, people scam and, yeah, just downsize, declutter. I'm doing all that. It's, you know, the amount of studio stuff that I'm selling and getting rid of. There's microphones, there's AKG microphones. They're getting picked up tomorrow from someone. I'm just selling everything. Less is more. Clean it up. Clean it up. But you got to fit into an apartment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to basically just have one room that I record in, another room for my bed, lounge room. Minimalist. We're minimalizing, and I really want to run an online business smaller and more lean and agile yeah, than nice. what I'm doing now. Yeah, love it. Mel said she got emergency funds sorted. Tick. Will sorted. Tick. Insurance. Tick. Boom. Not sexy, but it is a great feeling when you have a strong safety net in place. Amen. This is what we teach. Sound financial house, emergency fund, budget, get your will, go to Sky Wealth, get your life and income insurance sorted, get all that sorted and get on with your life. Love it. Mackenzie said, sold our second car that we didn't need, put that money into our core ETFs, got our emergency fund sorted, investment accounts with Vanguard for their two babies, refinanced the mortgage and are able to live happily whilst also pumping fortnightly into their investments. That's massive. And getting rid of a second car when you have kids, like that's tricky getting the kids around when you've only got one car. But if you can do it, you do save a heap of of cash. So good on you for giving that a go. Scott, automate, 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 literally set and forget. I need kick up the bum. I didn't do it sooner. So if you do want to set up your banking and spending plan, the free course, the Glenn James spending plan, I'll be giving this away as long as we're on the planet. (laughs) It will change your life if you let it. Nat said she survived this year, which is good. Some of us, it was a tough year. Mm-hmm, totally. Katie said, my investment property got a tenant. First of many properties that's in her 10-year plan. That's amazing. You should get a copy of John's book. Mm-mm-mm. You would love that. Dev Raga said, better income per unit and better income per unit effort equals less work equals same slash more income equals better lifestyle options income per unit effort equals metrics everyone needs to understand. Dev, I don't understand that, but I vibe you. (laughs) (laughs) 
Ambriel said, after previously spending every cent I earned, I bought a car with cash, reached my 10K emergency fund goal and cleared all consumer debt. Buying a car with cash is so good. Mm. It's like, it's just hands-free. You don't have this weekly payment coming out of your account, choking up your cash flow. That's great. It's hard to get there, isn't it? Oh, it really is. But if it's, it's so worth it. Asha said, I started investing. I learned all about money goals, behaviours and mindsets. And it gave me the boost I needed to actually start saving and sticking to my savings habits and goals and also to start investing and sticking to those goals. I'm so ridiculously proud of myself and it's created this thirst for knowledge for all things personal finance. I totally vibe you, Asha. Congratulations. Bonus. It's given me the confidence boost to know that I can save for a house deposit. Technically, I always could but never really did something quote unquote always got in the way. So it's like this time I know I can because past was excuses for me prioritizing other stuff and that's okay. Past me really wanted that stuff. So there's a maturity there. There's an ownership thing there. There is a focus thing there. I think next year, 2024 for Asha is going to be crushing. Riley said, I landed a job that I absolutely love. I bought my first home in a place that I love. I paid off my hex debt and I'm going on my first big overseas holiday in December. Woo woo. So many years of sacrifice finally paid off. This year has been amazing. Congrats, Riley. That's so good. That's so many awesome things done in one year. Mm -hmm. Jasmine, grown my financial literacy lots, started investing, established a healthy emergency fund, learned about fire. Congratulations, Jasmine. Tara said, it's my 18-year-old daughter showing me her bank account. She had to move away at the start of the year, just shy of 18, to go to uni. She has worked, studied, and has a very good bank balance, all while learning how to adult. That's awesome. She's asking questions about best places to put money and in true maturity is in a high interest while she learns more about committing. Such a proud mum moment. That's beautiful, Tara. That's so mm. good. Jess. Addressed my career burnout and took a break to feed my soul. I spent seven months traveling the world to 23 countries, all whilst continuing to pay off my own P&I mortgage, retaining a healthy emergency fund and absolutely zero consumer debts. And with no financial support from anyone else ever. I'm usually not a very proud person, but I guess I'm finally kind of proud of where I've got myself to. Yeah. So Jess, congratulations on that. And It may seem so weird that everyone's hearing about people taking long breaks. Everyone's hearing about, I'm going on maternity leave cashed up. I'm doing this. You've got to realize everyone who listens to this podcast is very dialed in. And this is if you're new and you're starting this journey. If you hang around other people that earn more, you will earn more. If you listen to this and hang around our community, you will do better. Our community is a very empowered, younger community that has a great income and you can too. You know, Jess, our data says the average person that listens to this podcast is a 30-year-old woman who is working full-time, earning 100 grand a year and has no consumer debt. So if you want to be like that person, you can be. Just keep hanging around, keep engaging. Totally. And like Riley said, Riley said so many years of sacrifice finally paid off. So hearing about just the amount of time and focus people putting into their goals and into paying things off and into saving up for things. You might not be going to Europe like everyone else right now and that's very understandable, but set the goals that you want to set. And if it's not this year or next year, it might be the year after or the year after that. So, 
you know, give yourself time, learn as much as you can from other people in the group, ask questions and then sit down and make your own goals and set a timeline and see how you go. Mm. My last one from Georgia, finished my degree and landed a dream job with a 50K pay rise. Wow, love it. Bought our first block of land, congratulations. Saved up for our wedding in April. So good. Wow. Congratulations. 50K pay rise is massive. Yeah. Is there any jobs going? <laughs> or are there any jobs? My England is really bad sometimes. <laughs> Whatever. Well, I've got my last one here. Kirsty. Oh, well-timed. Mm, Kirsty said, in three weeks, I'll be consumer debt-free. Woohoo! The Glen James spending plan helped me stop using credit cards altogether and to get the finer details dialed in to get me over the line this year rather than pushing it into 2024. Well done. Credit cards are so sneaky. Like we had credit cards that weren't, like they weren't maxed, mm. but they were sitting at like two or three grand for ages. But it's never... a one lounge. No. It's two grand. It's always the death by a thousand cuts. I'm slowly and systematically overspending. Yeah. And that leftover amount, it's energy. It's got to go somewhere. Money is energy. That's it. It's got to go somewhere. And it it's so stubborn. Like it's such a stubborn debt. Mm. Well, we might leave it there. I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who has listened to any of our podcasts this year, any of our episodes. Congratulations to everyone who has achieved something uh, big or small that is meaningful for you this year. Uh, We really want to encourage you to make 2024 your next year, yeah? And just on another note, I know that Christmas can be a lonely time for some of us. And if you are feeling a little bit lonely or by yourself throughout this holiday season, please feel free to jump in the Facebook group, read through the posts, write comments, and you'll get a response from someone We're always around in the Facebook group. If I'm personally not there responding to things, there's 51,000 other people. Uh, So if you do feel like a bit of online interaction, put a post up in the Facebook group. It doesn't have to be, hey, I'm feeling a bit down. I'm by myself today. Put a question up, start a conversation. That's one reason uh, that we exist to be a community. Uh, You're certainly not alone. And finally, I'd just like to thank uh, my team uh, for all the things that they've delivered this year. Uh, Jess here, Jess Knaus, and Rach is our senior podcast producer. Uh, Nathan, who is one of our editors, Sean, another podcast editor. Josh, who is in our design and marketing team. Uh, Jane, who helps do a bit of everything at the moment and she helps with um, the Sort Your Money Out website. And all our wonderful hosts, Dev, Raga, John Pigeon, Emily Wallace, Shelley Johnson, Nick Bradley. So thank you to everyone in our team uh, for all your hard work. We do have some new shows happening next year and we're going to have a lot of fun. Thank you so much. My name's Glenn James and I'll see you when I'm looking at you. I'm going to say one thing. Oh. On behalf of the community and everyone who's left all these wonderful comments, who's learnt a lot from you, I'd like to say thank you to you, Glenn James, for everything that you've provided to our community and every week you're on the show recording and you're overseas recording and then you're making the spending plan and you're uh, fielding everyone's emails when they need to see an advisor and you're hooking up all the webinars. There's a lot of stuff that you do. So thank you as well and Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> well, thank you. I was just about <laughs> to press stop and she's like waving at me. Stop. Well, thank you. Well, yeah, because like, I, you know, you know, I, not everybody in our group can say that to you mm. with their voices. So thank you for everything that you do. Well, and I also did thank you for that. Really appreciate that. Uh, and that did remind me um, our advice and mortgage broker partners. Um, I won't list them all, but ones particularly who have been on the podcast, uh, James Millard's Fish and Funds, Phil Thompson from Sky Wealth, Rachel Croon from uh, Sphere Home Loans, 
Alex and Scott from Everest Wealth, uh, Tim Kelly from TNS Finance. Just a, there are a couple of our advisors and brokers, uh, Martin McGrath from Financial Edge Group. So thank you to everyone. This is an ecosystem. We all play our part. See you guys soon. Bye. We acknowledge the Awabakal people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. My Millennial Money supports a variety of charities, and we encourage you to consider giving as part of your overall financial strategy. If you would like some giving options, or if you're unsure about which charity you can support, head to mymillennial.money forward slash charities for more info. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement, target market determination, and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, and Glenn James are authorized representatives of Money Sherpa Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. 